So longtime listeners will remember that at one time it was... Once upon a time. Once upon a time, it was Jackie, Rocky, Gina, and... Nora. Nora. And she's back. (laughs) Nora's back. Hello, everybody. (laughs) It has been a while. Yeah, let's hear the laugh. That's how people know Nora. Come on. There, there it goes. We go. <laughs> keep keep it going, Nora, because it's when you do it really hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you can stop now. <laughs> okay, you we started there. It's your fault, Jackie. I know it, it always is. is. Yes. That's okay. So at one anyway. time, Nora was was a co-host yes. with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Nora had a wish. She I, did. I. I what? <laughs> Remember the show? It's what's the wish? What's the way? What's yeah, in the well, way? But what still, was your wish? Well, I was just going to say before my wish, yes. I was the chocolate in the vanilla. <laughs> yes. Yes, you and, were. And everybody loves chocolate more yeah, than vanilla. Everybody. So, so my wish was to move back to the Virgin Islands. Yes. Right. Because you had was, been there. Yes. I lived there for five years. And Jackie lured you away. She, yeah, she pretty much did. She, she, yeah. she has a way. I do. She, I think she put, she hoodooed me. You know, she put like a curse or we're going to talk about that on one something. of our shows. Yeah. So, but not right now because yeah. I have a that whole um, yeah. It is all stuff. It is a whole like, nother show. I, I saw that in New Orleans when uh-huh, I went to New Orleans. Those uh-huh. dolls were all over the place. That yeah. shit freaks me out. Well, like I wouldn't even go near it. Well, it Jackie, and it, it, even mm-hmm. with that, in in the African American culture. Yeah, it's, it's even more. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't do that to you. Yeah. But I, I, do you do that yeah, to me? Now I need to know. No. Do you All have right. a doll with my face no. on it that you're poking? We don't use dolls. Okay. Oh, you don't. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Nooner Show. Here's your host, Jackie Wallace, Gina Guccini, and Rocky Wallace. Your wish was to go back to to the Virgin Islands to to live. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, um, my life just took a, uh, you know, a crazy turn. It was during COVID. It was during, yes. And I, you know, like, like us all during COVID, we had like time to really Revelations. To think and, 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 and look back and, and go. Some of us just stayed and kept (sighs) coming back. Yeah. Not Nora. (laughs) She's like, this is a sign. But she made it happen. And you found a way to get back to the Virgin Islands. Yes. And give us an update. Now well, you're there. I'm there and everything's going great. The sun is shining. The sea is blue. Is it better this time around yes, than the first time? Yes, very much so. Why? Um, because I think the first time I wasn't, I, I just kind of went along, I think. Okay. And I didn't even realize I was doing that. Okay. Now that I'm back, it seems it's for me. Like I'm doing it for me. I make it myself happy. Mm. I'm, okay. I'm, I turned 60. Well, I'm 61 now, but I turned when I turned 60, it was like a light bulb went off. And really? It was like, okay, you got to take care of Nora. And before I was kind of, and I didn't think I was doing it. And I think as women, we do that a lot. Mm-hmm. We think that you, you're you really making sure and doing things that you want to do. But it, it wasn't like that. It was, I was kind of living for other, other people. people because I didn't want to rock the boat or yeah. ruffle any feathers or and I, I kept going into a little depression and I was like, oh, I'll be, I'll be fine. This, this is nothing, mm-hmm. you know, but it kept getting, getting worse. I, I noticed that it, it was happening more often than, wow. than not. 
So you acknowledged it and you yeah, made some changes. I made some changes and I'm so happy I did. I'm I'm happy. I you know, I love being there. I still work a little bit, but it's doing doing hair. Doing hair. Yes, but it's it's like a vacation every day. So you had to, <laughs> but you had to establish a new clientele. Well, you know, from when I was living there before, um, I still had people that were like, "Oh, you're back," you know, and mm-hmm. but you're just, you're really kind of retired. I mean, you're yeah. working really just to get yeah. out and yeah, like you're trying yeah, just to, to be out, build yeah. a business. I um I I go to the salon and then I walk a lot. I walk to um I do about like almost two miles to work. And that kind of thing, and it's so much fun. Even though it's hot as Hades, but so I let me it. ask you something because you you said um, yeah. I'm I'm happy. Yeah. So do you feel like you you know everybody we talk about happiness all the time. Yeah. It's the subject that we talk about with yeah. Liz all the time because yeah. it's like that thing that people want and nobody can really and, and define you can get, it. And you, yeah. But do you feel like? Your definition of happy has now been fulfilled. Yes, I definitely feel like that. Oh, that's great. Because, you know, you, I think when I was here, I, I thought I was happy. Okay. You know, because I was like, oh, you know, everything's going great. I have my house. You know, I have, you, you, you think about material things and yeah. stuff. And I've never been a materialistic person. Right. But I was like, okay, this is how life works. Like you, you have your house, you have your job, your house. Get married, you, you get have married, kids. You yeah. know, uh, yeah. it's supposed mm-hmm. to go that way. Yeah. And when you break out of that box, it's like, because I, I went through a lot of guilt, yeah. you know, from it. But because I changed my whole life. You were you changing a, a relationship. Yes. I I, right. I changed husbands again. Again. <laughs> You've gotten actually pretty good at that. I yeah, everybody's admit. saying that. Yeah, yeah. Again, another show, another uh, story. Another, another story. All right. But so. I just want people to, you know, from to not be afraid yeah. to yeah. to make yourself happy. Yeah. Well, because here's the other thing with that, too, and we can even get into this with our, our house therapist, Liz Reed, but when you're making that change and you're saying you don't have to, you know, try not to be afraid to make that change, it's that during that change is the only uncomfortable period. Exactly. Then yes. you get to that the happiness. Other side. The other side yeah. when you get through that change. Yeah. Otherwise you stay in misery forever, yes. right? If you yes. don't if you don't just go through that little bit of uncomfortable. Yes. And I think that's a perfect transition to bring Liz Reed in with us. I think so too. We are so fortunate that we have a health She's therapist. <laughs> yes. And it's for a number of reasons because she always we has great it. advice. Well, because that's Gina the second reason. It. And because yeah, Gina needs it because she's with Jackie. Oh. <laughs> Jackie needs it because she's with, with Gina. Gina. <laughs> there we go. So we welcome Liz, Liz Reed. Reed. She is back. Thank so we're you. back this fall season with our in-house therapist, Liz Reed. And for those of you listening for the first time, Liz has been a practicing psychotherapist for over 20 years. She proudly admits that her life is one of many emotional and tumultuous, how do you say that word? Tumultuous. Tumultuous, tumultuous times. And uh, another one of her greatest accomplishments is being sober for over 20 Years, yay! Congratulations, yay, Liz. Thank you. you. Twenty years August. was in August, right? August thirteenth. Yeah. Years. Welcome back to like the Nooner Show. Does it seem like yes, yesterday? It, it seems like no time has gone by. So twenty years, you quit. Yeah. That was it. Never no looked back. Either. Yeah. No relapse. Mm-hmm. You know, Stephen Tyler from Aerosmith. I guess relapse they recently. they just yeah. Which mm-hmm. I I was so bummed. Yeah. They canceled all the concerts and stuff, but I thought he went so long and. 
It's like, what happened? Well, in a lot of ways, people think, oh, 20 years, and I've treated people like this, 20 years under their belt, I'm going to be fine. I can drink socially now. I'll have a cocktail. or And then the next thing you know, it just awakens a beast and they're back on the train again. Wow. Yeah, it happens a lot. It really so how do, you, how do you know, though, then if after 20 years, if you can or can't go back socially? Well, you don't. But, you just you, don't. But, but from your past experience, you know, if it got that out of hand, if things got mm-hmm. ugly, your best, uh, you know. Is just not to do it. It's just best to stop and just don't even ever try. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not good for you in any, any way, shape, and form. And it was such an ugly thing in the past for most people who had a problem with it. Why would you even want to go back to that? So, Do you ever miss it? Like, especially when no. you're in a, what about when you're in a, a circle of people that are all? Not at all. I no? know people ask me that all the time. I'm the girl having the most fun. And I was the yeah. ultimate party girl. I mean, for sure. Right. And I had a lot of fun drinking and partying. But until it wasn't fun mm-hmm. any longer. But now, I mean, I just have a blast. I'll be leaving for Aspen next next week with a bunch of friends yes. and celebrating a f- good friend's birthday. Okay, can and you just tell us a little bit about that birthday party? It's going to be outright. It's like. Can you tell outright. us a little bit who's <laughs> I the who's who? I she can't. Like, I mean, like, oh, I, I, okay, let's just say some high end we'll personalities. Mute, we'll mute this okay? part. No. <laughs> We won't make her tell I, us beforehand, but can maybe every, share okay, afterwards. Okay, every you t- can't tell is, us the names, but can you tell us the circle of who they connect well, with? Well, it's my fifth grade girlfriend and her friends. You know, these are that all That doesn't her tell friends. us anything. I know, <laughs> I can't. A lot of people in the music industry, a lot of people yeah. in the sports industry, a lot of really cool connected people that Did, I just, like maybe I don't the even, Bravo I industry. Till I, till, yeah, till maybe I some of them. the Real Housewives. Yes, we won't say <laughs> yes one. exactly. Did you, did you lose a lot of your, your drinking friends though when you said yeah. a lot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well not a ton, but, okay. but, but like I always say, um, when you quit drinking, mm-hmm. um, people always worry about, or you quit drinking or partying, oh, I'm going to have to give up all my friends. You're going to mm-hmm. make me give up nah. all my friends. And then you realize your friends give up on you yeah. because you make them look bad or they feel bad about themselves, mm-hmm. which yeah. is their issue, not your mm-hmm. issue. And people who are cool with it is like, wow, well, Liz is the designated driver. Like, yeah, right, right, right. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. And I have a blast. Yeah. I have yeah. a blast being sober. But I you, really but do. But you know, a lot of times when you're going through that, they say, don't put yourself in that position and be around like your friends if they're drinking. Oh, because of triggers. To, right. Well, and, and there is many degrees mm-hmm. of addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I hate, I know that we're supposed to loop everybody into the same yeah. thing. We're all going through the same thing, but there, there's definitely people with very addictive personalities. I do not have an addictive personality. Oh, okay. I just kind of got on a train and had a bad situation for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a functioning alcoholic, that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. But there's some people that literally have to go to AA every day or they will possibly drink. They yeah. have to be with their sponsor every day. Can, can or I ask you something about yeah. that? And yeah. I, I don't know anything about sure. addiction that mm-hmm. way, but mm-hmm. is, does addiction still go back to, is the root cause always something mental or is there something chemically in your body? Oh, it, it's biological. It runs in families. And also oh, there are okay. situational components to that, just like with anxiety or depression mm-hmm. or anything. Your familia, your family base kind of dictates if you're going to have some kind of problems with alcohol or drugs. And then you yeah, also have a situation you find you in. Yeah. You find yourself mm-hmm. in, right? Yeah, my dad was an alcoholic and mm-hmm. so was my brother. Yep. And oh, if you really? find yourself... Yeah. You didn't drink for a long time though. No. And, and that was one of the reasons. Yeah. Oh. I, I wasn't until you start hanging out with me. Well, yeah, Jackie I, turned me. No, but yeah, my, my <laughs> the fault. situation you okay. found yourself in. <laughs> yeah, true. I'm just but, saying. but no, it it's that was one of the things that was in the back of my mind 
all the time mm-hmm. when I when I got yeah. old enough yeah. to drink mm-hmm. that I was like, I don't want to be like my dad. I don't want to yeah. be yeah. like my dad, you know. Mm-hmm. And then my brother, you know, he turned out to be the one. He just wow, yeah. And it was <clears throat> it was bad. My dad actually stopped after oh, so did? many years, you know. But you know, yeah, yeah. My brother, the damage was already done, and then my brother. He ended, this is the one that had the train accident and lost the arm and the leg. Oh, yeah. So that kind of started it. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. Situational. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of situational, we yeah. have new situations going on. It's back to school for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm laughing because I have no kids. Yeah, I'm just yeah, going right. to say this ahead of time. Can I just say, can I just say what you, the email you sent me? Yeah. <laughs> Liz wrote, I don't have any kids, but I have a lot to say about it. <laughs> I said, oh, I think we all do. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I deal with it a lot in my practice. Sure. Right. I do I'm a sure. lot of yeah. frustrated parents, uh-huh. for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, because it's a time of school year where routines are changing. Yes. And procedures are Procedures are changing. Mm-hmm. Some kids are returning to the classroom for the first time after yeah. after mm-hmm. several years, yeah. mm-hmm. months, years, mm-hmm. semesters. Mm-hmm. Parents are now going back to work, maybe more full time. Right. Yeah. There are people who are who are still working from home, but there are right. a lot of people who are going back out into the workforce. So a lot of a lot of change is happening, yeah. which is the anxieties. Right? Absolutely. Intense anxiety. And a lot of kids are just refusing to go back. Really? Yeah. yeah. So That's a lot true. of parents are having a lot of mm-hmm. trouble getting their kids to even get up and go. Yeah. And this, you know, this all trails down back to a whole lot of different things. Family guilt, patient, you know, mother and dad are working. They feel guilty. They overindulge their children. This is the shortened version. Yeah. And the kids end up spoiled to some degree. And so they push back on their parents and parents feel guilty. So they accept a lot of mouth mm-hmm. from their kids that they shouldn't. So we have lack of respect and fear from the parents who are going to lose their kids. They're not going to love them anymore. So they're pretty much letting them do whatever, whatever they want. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. scary. Yeah, it it is. is, but that's that is the shortened version of a huge problem wow. right now. That's so as problem. parents, our wish is going to be to establish a new routine. Well, yeah, let's just say structure. Structure. So okay. the, the structure is the way. Yes. All children, all children, we all need structure or some right. type of routine in order mm-hmm. to keep our, ourselves focused. Mm-hmm. So um, establishing, you know, I often recommend to my patients whiteboards, which are really good. So the whole family can write in what they need. Mm-hmm. Everybody can see what they need to do, what we expect of you, what you expect of me, family meetings like that, you know, limited to we are the adults, you're the children, mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, and reestablishing boundaries and what needs to happen. But you know, you have to have consequences for everything that is. Not Everybody's scared of consequences. Uh, yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to implement consequences. Right. Yeah. No. Right. Mm-mm. So my daughter is having this issue with. Um, she has three kids, uh, boy, two girls, and her younger daughter just started school. So of course she's happy to go every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but the middle girl is acting like she's you know fourteen, fifteen. She's doing a lot of mouth. Mm. Yeah. The the older um, her son is being a son, video games, all that. So she has the issue with, you know, getting in the bed. And then she'll set, like, um, chores and that type of thing. But she works third shift. Her husband works first shift. Yeah. And they they start off really good, you know, doing the chores and keeping everything on track. And then it kind of goes because of their work. Well, and they're tired. Fall, and That's they're a ti- lot. So it yeah. kind of falls off. So it's like, you know, she talks to me about how, you know, they're not cleaning up and doing what they're mm-hmm. supposed to do and all of that. Yeah. And she's just so frustrated from it. But it's like, how how can she even accomplish it? Because they're tired. 
yeah. Perfect, you know, yeah. a perfect case for you to to give us some suggestions on because because Nora's family is not the only family experience. Right, no, no, exactly. No, there are no. many families who and people who are listening or people yeah. who know somebody right. who is experiencing mm-hmm. this. So. And it's a lot of work to yes, implement work. structure yes. right. and to stay on top of it and mm-hmm. to be consistent. It's a lot Absolutely. of work. And, it's and, easier to say forget that. And this. Jackie, the other thing which me having five, I didn't have that issue because there was no internet, there was no TikTok, there yeah, was sure. no, you know, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. video games. I think uh, when the video Same. game came, came yeah. out, you know, they were older, mm-hmm. but still. Mine just had a smack across the face. <laughs> I know I can get in a lot of trouble, but hey, they're okay. <laughs> they, they, they respect you, right? Yeah. I don't know about uh, yeah. that, All but right. they tolerate I, I, me. I, yeah. Yeah. No, they do. Liz, we have yes. good so for Nora's family, where do they begin? Well, you know, uh, you know, just just let me backtrack just okay. a little bit uh, okay. that um, we lost something, and trust me, I am a feminist from the, the get-go, okay? Mm-hmm. But we lost a lot when we became two-income families. Mm-hmm. We really did because there was somebody there all the time yeah. watching the kids, watching yeah. over them. Okay, so let's put that on in one to one corner here, over here. But that was very helpful because there was always somebody on the kids, mm-hmm. knowing what they're, you know, making sure they were doing what they were doing. In this situation where everybody's in a two income home, right? Um, it is very difficult to delegate the work, mm-hmm. make sure there's follow through, right? Um, without screaming and yelling, you come home, you're exhausted. So once again, it is a series of negotiations and 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 consequences, like you were saying. It's like we all need to sit. First of all, the husband and wife have to sit down together and, and see what they need. Okay. See what they need. And you both have to be on track mm-hmm. together. So it starts there. It starts yeah. there. And then second to that is sitting down with the kids and saying, this is what we expect of you and this is what we want. If you want this, this is what has to happen. And so first of all, there's the work that you do for the family that you do not get paid for, mm-hmm. okay? This is to keep our home running smoothly. You will do the dishes, you will mow the lawn, you'll pick up the dog poop, whatever it is. Boom, 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 boom. That's gonna happen to help keep our family rolling. And then there's the secondary stuff. You wanna make extra money, you can paint. You can this, you can that, that kind of thing. Um, if you're old enough to work, you want to get a little job, that's fine. We expect certain m- amount from your grades. If your grades are that bad, then I guess we need to start working on after school things, which they don't want, mm-hmm. you know, God forbid. But there's a certain, you know, thing that a uh, certain structure, a certain uh, degree of um, focus and um, ability that we expect from each of our children to do. And I think parents are terrified to ask for that. Mm -hmm. For fear God knows they might not love them anymore. So what I hear you saying is it starts with the parents. Yes. Mm -hmm. It starts with the parents. parents. And the parents have to get on the same page and they have to decide what they want and what what it needs to look like. That's the first thing that's in the way. And then after they decide what it what it's going to look like and what their expectations, Mm -hmm. they make the list, they find the way to make this happen. And then they convey it to the kids. They tell the kids, this is what it is. And then it's implemented. And then it's implemented. It's implemented and revised. So this is also back on the parents. You had these kids, so I don't want to hear any whining. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, you had these children. You owe mm-hmm. it to them to make them respectful adults because what the hell are they going to be when they, you know, they can't whine to their boss. Well, here's the yeah. interesting yeah. thing is, is these are skills that you use at work. Anyway. Right. right. I yeah. mean, yeah. if you're in yeah. meetings or whatever or with your coworkers or whatever, you do negotiate different things. You do yeah. um you, right. you so share they need to, your expectations. They need to bring that stuff home and apply. And that's right. hard because as a family, it is you, hard. you don't see that happening. Yeah. Coming from a teacher's point of view, yes. 
I, I support everything that you say. The Thank hardest you. thing, though, too, is when those kids come home, and this is one thing parents don't realize, when kids come home from school, that's their job. They have been there all day. Yeah. They are tired. Yes. And just like when we leave our jobs, we need some downtime. Yes. The kids need some downtime. Like mm-hmm. it, The expectation, understandably so, parents are like, just get the homework out of the way. Mm-hmm. And the kids need a break. They mm-hmm. need a 10, 20, 30-minute break. Playtime. Um, you know, decompress, like right. get get some of this out of their system and then do the homework. But the parents have to be part of the homework equation, making sure that it's done. Exactly. And, and also right. renegotiate yeah. the deal. There's always that option. You know, if we've got, we've gone this far, we need, maybe we need to recalibrate everything. Maybe we need to refocus on, you know what, she's having a, a, a hard time doing it at that time of day. Let's rearrange that. But let me ask you this, Gina, in my experience, has Homework gotten a hell of a lot more or what? I mean, there's a lot more homework than I ever remembered. And and it's like, what is this? I don't know. know I never did mine, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You just looked at me. I was like, I don't know. But I I wasn't a good student. My mom mom didn't help me with my homework. I mean, a lot of parents don't help with homework. Right. Right. Yeah. I think there's there's two schools of thought out there right now. One says no homework. Don't give homework. Mm -hmm. Just don't. Like Mm -hmm. the kids. Do enough at school. Do enough at school. Oh, really? So there's no no homework. Yes, that's one school of thought. However, there's also the school of thought that says, you know what? They need a little homework practice because it serves two purposes. First being, if they have to come home and they have to practice reading something or they have to practice some math or something, not meant to be a huge assignment. Mm Mm-hmm but a little bit of practice, then mom and dad see what's going on. The family sees what's going on mm-hmm. with that idea in mind that they see, oh, this is what they're reading or this is what they're working on or these are the science terms they're studying. And I think in some cases, yes, there there is too much. However, you have to ask, is it is it an assignment that was started in class and not finished? Mm-hmm. Is the child not maybe making use of all their time? Or is this additional work outside of the classroom? So I think there has to be a balance. I think... In a lot of places, and and from my experience, I speak from my experience, I didn't try to give additional work to be bothersome, but it was more or less some practice. Like your child should be able to do this, and now they're practicing these skills, math, science, whatever it is at home. Mm -hmm. Or yes, there were times that, you know what, you didn't finish, so I'd write at the top, finish for homework. And so maybe it is coming home Mm -hmm. where the child does have a little more than what what would be expected, but they didn't. They didn't finish, they didn't complete the assignment in, in the classroom. So. But also, mm. you know, a young adult has a lot of energy. Yeah. You know, a quick nap and they're 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 ready to go again. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's another True. thing. Right. Turning off all devices at yeah. ten right. o'clock. I mean, yeah. you right. pick them up, take them, and put them in your bedroom because you yeah. can't trust them. Yeah. yeah. You cannot trust them. So, you know, that it, making sure they get adequate sleep. You mm-hmm. get adequate sleep. Mm-hmm. There's no fights over these things. You're, they're gonna rebel in the beginning. They're not gonna like it because this is a lot of change. Yeah. And they've been able to do pretty much what they want to do mm-hmm. and they wear you down to a nub. <laughs> and right. and yeah. you know what, reestablishing right. a school year. It, that's a lot because they're used yeah. to eating when they want, using mm-hmm. the bathroom when they want, yeah. taking a nap, Everything or when getting they want. up when yeah. they want. Yeah. So it's always hard to get back into the routine. To, yeah. Well, to you know the, the part I had when my kids were coming up that was hard for me. I would, um, they would come home, and you know, especially in the winter you had time. Five of them in the winter time, it was the worst. They would come home, and I would have dinner ready. Usually I try to have dinner ready by like 3.34, depending on how I was working. And they would eat 
and everybody started dropping like flies because it was <laughs> in the winter time. And they're like, it's cold outside. I'm warm. I've eaten. Yeah. And then that's it. Like Thanksgiving. Here they dinner. go. Like, I'm like, get up. Don't, you know, wake up. You're not going to be able to go to bed tonight. And then they wake up and it's like 10, 10 o'clock or whatever. And oh. I, they're like, I'm awake. And I'm like, you got to go to bed. Oh, <laughs> so I had that issue, you know, being here in Michigan where the snow is and all of yeah. that. So you, you have to worry about that too. As they get older, you know, you're trying to keep them up. There are a lot of issues that we look forward to discussing with you in the coming weeks. So Sounds we thank you me. for providing this information and helping parents get started. Absolutely. We're going to have you back as a regular feature on our show. Yes. Yay. So we look forward to that. All right. As we end every show, it's with a fortune cookie. Here we go. We're going to toss our cookies and whichever way the... The green one's mine. All right. Bright green. All right. All right. So let's add when you start a routine. Okay. Be mischievous and you will not be lonesome. When you start a routine. When you start a routine. There you go. Life may throw you a pleasant curve when you start a routine. Your artistic talents win the approval and applause of others when you start a routine. Excitement and intrigue follow you closely whenever, wherever you go when you start a routine. Thanks like for that. that was Liz Reed. Liz Reed, thank you, thank you for joining us. You're yes. welcome. Okay, listen, I'll tell you all about the party when I get back. All right. Oh, good. wait, when is the party again? Uh, next week. Next, next Thursday, week. So it's a four-day oh, party. On a side note, a real quick, so party. Liz and I have a book coming out together. Yes, we do. We're super excited because it's almost done. It's in the final stages. It's called Leave Your Shit Here. Yep. And uh, the bad news is we wanted the book done for her party because she has some major influencers that um, we're looking forward to a hard copy, but um, I don't know if it's going to be done by them, but that's okay. It's okay. We'll make it happen. Yeah. I have so, good vibes. We also want to thank Nora for joining yes. us. Nora. Good to and see Nora. you. And Nora. <laughs> Nora good too. to be seen. One more laugh, Nora. <laughs> <laughs> there she goes. She'll laugh us off as we say, sometimes the only mode of transportation is available is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith. Have a great week. 